Welcome back to Secondhand Sellers. I'm Sarah. I'm Clayton. Thanks for joining us again this week. This week we're going to talk about actually a viewer submitted um, suggestion for a topic, and that is how to describe items for eBay listings. Yes. And I'll talk a little about a little bit about Etsy listings too, and maybe you can throw in some Mercari because I think there's some differences. Um, but so tell me, Clayton, how do you describe? So I am very lazy when it comes yeah. to how I describe my eBay listings. Um, I list almost all of my eBay items using the mobile app. And the mobile app okay. actually has an AI generated recommendation for how to describe your eBay mm -hmm. listings. However, I'm not going to be talking about that because overall there are items I will list that don't touch or like the AI generated mm -hmm. recommendations for how to describe because they're le they're reading other eBay listings mm -hmm. and it might fall short. So what I'll do is I'll find other eBay listings or other descriptions from other websites to talk about some of the key factors. Mm -hmm. um, or if I have an item that, yeah, I punched in the eBay AI describe, mm -hmm. But I have to add my own. For example, I will put in any flaws. I'll put in, you know, what type of batteries it might use mm -hmm. or what type of charging, or I'll put in um, like the dimensions if that's needed for particular clothing or other things. Mm -hmm. And all that stuff that, yes, in the listing aspect, because when you pull down the drop down of um your item what what do they call that um categories whatever it's called yeah. i don't remember i'll pop in there like oh yeah we're like an yeah, yeah like pants are this size okay i put in pants are 32 waist 12 mm -hmm. well, 29 <laughs> length <laughs> and then i'll also put make sure to put that in the description because it helps the viewer make sure that yes, this is the same type of pants I'm looking up for. And you sell a lot of clothes. I, I sell a decent amount. I uh, try to spend. Me, I try to spend like one day a week listing a bunch of clothing. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly like listing clothing, but it's a consistent seller. So. You like struggle between what sells consistently and and yeah. What you actually prefer to do but what what are some key factors okay so in... most of my listings are pretty simple mm -hmm. um i will say i don't typically use the ai generated stuff mm -hmm. but i have my own like key phrases that i put into my listings and so most of my listings especially if you're looking at listings that are current my my from the past handful of months rather than my early listings mm -hmm. you will almost always see a phrase repeated over and over again. We strive to accurately depict our items and photographs. Please refer to them to best assess condition. So I always sort of put it on the buyer, the onus on the buyer to go and really inspect our photographs. We have relatively high resolution photographs. Typically, like I said, I've said it before, Canon uses a DSLR camera. So this is like, you know, the ones that can focus really good. Um, they're, they're for photography. It's yeah. not just a, a phone camera, even though you can do great photos with most cell phones now, like really high resolution. Um, and on eBay, you can always zoom in mm -hmm. and really see detail. 
So I always try to put that um, as sort of a protection for us too. Hey, you need to go look at our photos because we try really hard to disclose issues in those photos. Mm -hmm. um, but I will describe if there's a specific issue. So for instance, I we recently got this little tiny ginger jar lamp. I don't know if you're familiar with a ginger jar lamp. It's like an Asian style lamp. I'll put a okay. picture of it here. Um, for you, it's over there on top of the... the oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'll put a picture up for you guys, but um, it's a little ginger jar lamp and it's really tiny. Usually you see them in like a bigger, like downstairs I have a bigger one yeah. um, for my own use. And we took a picture. She took a picture with a light bulb in it. The light bulb was not included. I made sure I wrote in the description, light bulb not included. Yep. So if you're putting in there, we talked a little bit this about this in our staging video. Even if it's something as simple as a light bulb, or if you put a pencil in a pencil cup to show how it's used, make sure you say not included in your description. Yep. We do that. Um, but the rim on the lampshade for this lamp is it's in good shape overall. The lamp base is in working condition. It's not chipped or cracked or anything, but the, the rim around the top of the lampshade is come loose. I just put in there, it's gonna need a little glue. Mm -hmm. So I do try to balance that. I try to describe it verbally, any problems. I tell my buyers, go look at our photos because that's mm -hmm. where you're gonna be able to best assess the condition. Because um, frankly, opinion varies yeah. a lot on condition. What I think, I'm a fairly picky person. I think of myself as a fairly picky person. So what I think is good condition or very good condition may vary from somebody who's less picky mm -hmm. or somebody who's more picky. Because there are people who are even, like, they're really, really picky, yeah. you know? Some people, yes, they're looking pre-owned, but they want their item pristine. Pristine. They want so. to brand new, right? <laughs> so there is, there is always that margin, and I think it helps a buyer, and it helps you as a seller, like I said, to protect you too, to just kind of put that back. Go look, make sure you look up. Um, other than that, I do a basic, I usually say, I reiterate the condition, good condition, very good condition, condition, excellent condition, like new, new, whatever it is. Um, and then I will also put in some, I might say a little bit about it, you know, but not much usually there. Are, that's most of my listings on eBay. Now there are a select few where I go an extra mile. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I do include measurements. Sometimes we only just take a picture with a ruler. Some items, measurements don't matter that much. No. Um, so I will say some of that generic information I do put in there, it just varies. But every once in a while, there'll be something with something significant about it. Um, a specific artist, like, oh, maybe. A, a more unique piece. A more unique piece, yeah. um, something with history. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I have this cottage cheese, we have this cottage cheese jar. It's like a glass cottage cheese jar from a dairy. Um, I found it at an estate sale for a dollar. I'll put a picture in here and um, so you guys can see what I'm talking about. It's a really cute jar. Uh, if some people wouldn't think jars are cute, but I think it's a cute <laughs> jar. Anyway, and I did some Googling on the dairy. I found an article from MSU that they'd found this dairy's bottles along with a couple other local dairies bottles on their campus years ago kind of gave me a little more information about the dairy and where they operated they operated in michigan mostly the detroit area but also as far um, west as grand rapids so 
I did include, because I found this information, I referenced this, you know, this article that I found from MSU and some of the information that I found to kind of add like a history to it because it was Arctic dairy and I had never heard of Arctic dairy and apparently they still exist. Um, I'm guessing it's regional still, but they only make ice cream now. Oh. So they used to be probably a full service dairy yeah. and now they just make ice cream. So I put those kinds of historic details. I've did this before. I talked about in way early on. I can't even remember what episode that I, was. I don't remember. A but, fan, a yeah. paper fan that I got at the Goodwill Bins that I sold. And I had done some research on some notes that, that the former owner had taken on the actual fan. And so I included that kind of research in mm -hmm. there. So and, and every all, once in a while. And all of that ties in with benefiting not only the customer, but that's also going to help generate with eBay's search algorithm and also Google's search mm -hmm. algorithm. So adding all that information, it adds more value to your item mm -hmm. for eBay overall. So And it adds pro like provenance mm -hmm. is what you would, like how I would describe it. When you talk about like an artwork has a provenance, so do objects, so yeah. do historical items. So sometimes I'll do that kind of thing, or if there's something particularly cool about it, mm -hmm. I'll throw that in there. Cool. Do you um, have any exceptions to your basic formula? Um, I have found with items that it's like, I can't find much about this. I'll have to put in my own details and I won't use the AI generated. I'll just punch in my own information about the item I'm trying to list. Uh, one thing I listed a few weeks ago or so, I found this sack. This It's made out of cloth, cotton. Mm -hmm. It's good, like flower sack. Couldn't find anything about it. I had to type in a little bit about how it's made and just um, what farm it came from and just say, you know, I couldn't find any other information and let the customer know what condition it's in. Mm -hmm. But overall, the main aspects are like what it is, what you know about it as best you can, what shape it is, and just like overall any extra information the customer may need. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a good like bullet point. Yeah, like, like I, I've had a couple of times where I'll list things and if I know I'm listing a bunch of extra that's related to that item, for example, I sell magic cards, mm -hmm. I'll list one at a time because certain ones are worth, you know, 10, 20 bucks. And I'll tell people in my description, hey, I do have other ones listed, so if you want to bundle, make sure you reach out to me, because I have had customers reach out and go, hey, I want this one, this one, this one. Can you make me a deal? And I'll cut them deals. So it, that's just extra information that it helps the customer. It's not really helping the item itself. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, do you have any difference between because um, we're talking heavily about eBay. Mm -hmm. That's both of us do mostly eBay. We've talked about this before. Um, do you have any difference for when you're listing, say, Facebook Marketplace, Mercari, any of those other places you list? Um, Mercari is basically the same way with eBay. Mercari doesn't have an AI-generated software, so actually my descriptions are very light on Mercari. Mm -hmm. Often it will be, I copy the exact title pop that right into the description and then add more information about, you know, what condition it is, um, any extra details. Um, some, 
sometimes I publish a lot of media on Mercari, so like DVDs, books, mm -hmm. stuff that doesn't sell very well on eBay just because the margin isn't great on eBay. But on Mercari, customers are more um, accepting of paying shipping. So it's like, okay, I'll post a few things that are worth like a $5, mm -hmm. $10 book just because I'll actually put a little money in my pocket. But with that, it's like I'll add the information of the publishing or, um, you know, just things about the item that you wouldn't be able to put into the title. Mm -hmm. Because most of those items are so mass produced. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that you can add to that. But that's just because I don't. I don't list a very unique items on Mercari just because I'd rather take those items to eBay where my customer base is going to be better. Yeah, that makes sense. With Facebook, it might be just very basic. <laughs> like, here's the item, this price or best offer, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Just because You're Facebook, just trying to offload yeah, it Facebook Marketplace, the people that see it, they're not searching and scouring to find out all the information. Yeah. They're looking at the pictures and sending you messages. Yeah. That's at least my personal experience with Facebook Marketplace. Because people on Facebook Marketplace, I really hate it, but they are stupid. <laughs> I think you have a lot of people who don't follow through and... They, they don't read the description or they don't even look at all the pictures. This should be a video in itself just because we both have some contention with Facebook Marketplace. Even sellers on Facebook Marketplace are a mm -hmm. little... You, you can get bad sellers and good sellers everywhere, but I, they're, they're sort of... I feel like maybe you guys can have heard the same things, but I don't do a lot in Facebook Marketplace and most of my experiences were okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but for instance, Han uh, my sister and I went to buy uh, something off of Facebook Marketplace. It was mirrors, four mirrors, like little wall mirrors. And I was like, would you take, I asked for five bucks off, would you take this? And she's like, yeah, but my husband got rid of two of the mirrors, already got rid of two of the mirrors. Same with the other mm -hmm. She had not updated her listing. Yeah. So we passed out of that one because one of the ones that Hannah had wanted was or maybe both of the ones that Hannah wanted were the ones that got she got rid of. And so she didn't update her listing. She didn't update the price. Mm -hmm. When I asked for five bucks off or whatever, she didn't offer me less mm -hmm. because she literally had gotten two, rid of two of the advertised mirrors. See, it, And she didn't try to even say like, hey, I'll give cut you a deal if you want to come get the last two. And I said, never mind. Yeah. See, Facebook Marketplace is so filled with lazy buyers and sellers who don't want to take any effort to do anything extra that it makes me not want to put in any more effort whenever I am selling on Facebook yeah, I, I do that large things or last resort yeah. things just because I want to, things that I want to get out of the house that I don't, I'm not quite ready to donate. Yeah. But I try to, I try not to do it much. So I don't that, put a lot of effort into that we'll, either. We'll talk more about and that I in another my, my episode. Our pictures <laughs> are like distinctly worse on, they're, they're cell phone pictures, yep. you know, on, on yep. Facebook Marketplace. Um, cause it's not really the business. Cause it doesn't matter. It's just a personal thing on there. Yep. But anyway, so, um, as far as like, I did remember one other thing that I think is good to list. If you're listing anything, like you say, you sell a lot of media. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually note that it's tested. Mm, if yes. I've tested it yep. or not tested if I haven't tested it 
So like we've sold some video games of some of our personal collection and my husband had some that we were selling for him and I usually list what's included, mm -hmm. like if there's manual, all oh, manuals included or yeah. whatever. And um, I'll list, I'll, I'll write in the description rather that uh, we've tried it within the last couple of years or, or like it worked at last time we used yeah. or tested it or whatever. And in testing it for certain items, it's great to put right in the in the description yeah, or the I title tested. Sometimes in all caps. It, but yeah. even going further and just going, hey, I plugged this into the TV and yeah. tested it because, um, for example, you could take a DVD player and just plug it into the wall. Yep, it turns on. Mm -hmm. That's tested. Mm -hmm. Well, to the customer, they fit, they're going to want you to actually put a DVD into the console and have it plugged in the TV and go, ah, yes, it is operational. It's tested. And I think if, you, if you actually stage more and describe it as better. Yeah, I think being specific in that case. Yeah. I plugged it in, the lights came on, mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't put an EV in. Yeah. Like, you can you can be specific like that mm -hmm. if you have not gone the whole way yeah. with testing. And I think um, I think that's important, too, just to set, it helps set expectations for your buyer. Mm -hmm. So I try as much as possible to set expectations for the buyer. I would much rather them be surprised by how great it is when they get it than be disappointed by how misled they feel, yeah. you know? So we've had good luck so far. Hopefully things keep up, but um, yeah. So the only other thing I can think, like I, I taught, said that Etsy is sometimes a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm maybe a little more salesier or, or narrative in my descriptions on Etsy. We do, have not listed a lot on Etsy though. I think we're gonna, we've, I think we're gonna start doing more on there. Um, but we usually do more specialty items or higher priced items. So we're talking the decor, the vin some vintage stuff, mm -hmm. things that an Etsy buyer is already looking for. Yeah, I, it's a different market, I think, yeah. slightly. I think you have crossover, and I think there are a lot of people looking for those things on eBay too. Mm -hmm. But Etsy is just a different kind of marketplace. So a lot of times when uh, my wife is shopping on Etsy, mm -hmm. she's in particular looking for gifts. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the main distinct difference because whenever I think eBay, it's like, oh, what am I going to buy for myself versus with Etsy? It's more, what can I buy for somebody else? So it's, yes, there's crossover of the same items, but it's a different narrative. I also think Etsy buyers have higher expectations. Mm -hmm. So like, I would never put anything that's for parts probably on Etsy. Yeah. Like, it's very unlikely. Unless it's like an accessory or something that, hey, just like... A, I could see if you had a piece of vintage jewelry and it was like a pendant necklace and the chain broke and you were just selling the pendant by mm. itself. Yeah. Like that's different, but I wouldn't put like a half broken VCR on there. But eBay, that's the perfect market. You're, you have people on there looking for the bits and pieces sometimes. Yeah. So that would influence, that influences too. So my listings on Etsy, while not, I wouldn't say extremely different than my eBay listings, Sometimes do have a little bit more, or maybe I'm a little more salesy and I talk a little bit more. Oh, this would look great for X and Y and Z and that kind of thing. Um, but I would do the same thing with the history pieces. Like I, we have this, um, I picked up at a Salvation Army, Hannah and I went to Salvation Army earlier this week or the end of last week. Um, anyway, we went and it was a, it's called a measuring jar. So it's a glass jar about this big. And it's for dry and wet measure, measure like in kitchens. Mm. So like sugar or, you know, water or whatever you're measuring yeah. in your kitchen. 
Um, and it's like it got embossed measurements on it. And it's by the Umpire Glass Company. And I looked it up online and I found a, basically a, a like a listing or a post for an identical piece on the American Museum of Glass hmm. from in West Virginia. They had like a database kind of listing on there and they dated it from between 1877 to 1880 because 1880 is when they applied, they, they received their patent and the bottom of the glass I had and the one they pictured said a patent plot applied for. So they, when it was manufactured, they had not received their patent oh, that's yet. that's cool. So I think it was 1877 to 1880. So anyway, so it was like an antique piece. <laughs> and so that's the kind of information I would, I did include on the listing that we made. I don't think it's live yet, but the listing that I made for, I actually sold, I'm selling this one on Etsy. Yeah. Or going to try to anyway. Just because it's got more history behind it. It's more of a. It is more of a collector piece. piece. Um, it is unique. And also because while I have seen similar things on eBay and Etsy, Etsy's price point is a little higher yep. than eBay. And so I think it makes, not that I think you should be like not putting effort in it in various marketplaces, mm -hmm. but a place like Etsy often commands a higher amount. Yep. And and I think when you're you're talking about a higher end marketplace, you really need to put that effort in. And so and, and having I, that in there is helpful. I think what you said, how you put it earlier, Etsy's, the customer base on Etsy, their expectation is higher. Mm -hmm. They're willing to come forth with more of a higher price point as well. Yeah, and you may so, wait a little longer to sell mm -hmm. it too. Um, we've sold a couple of things on Etsy. They were on the, like, higher priced items um but it did take a little while to do it and part of that i think is we just have not built up that we have have not taken the time to build out the store mm. um completely and so i'm thinking we're gonna maybe be putting more of our vintage and collectible items on there um first and see if they do okay and then if they don't maybe maybe move them over to ebay but um yeah so i think it makes sense to try to include a little more history a little more information you know, give your buyer an idea of how this might be used in their home um, or in their life. So that's that's how my eBay and Etsy listings vary. Make sure you are keeping your customer in mind. You know, like yep, we make said, sure you include you, flaws. You, yep. Make sure you include unique things about it. Make sure you include measurements if that's really really relevant. Mm -hmm. um, and I have seen that most of the time the description is king over the actual photos really yeah for because when you are um like if you're refunding a customer mm -hmm. the main that one of the main reasons that you can refund a customer is item not as described yeah. they're not 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 as um pictured it's item not as described so your description does matter it does for highly. your protection too yeah but i think and i said earlier you can think about your your descriptions not as like oh just listing what this thing is mm -hmm. but as setting expectations for your buyer that's what you're doing you're setting expectations and then and just because something is imperfect doesn't necessarily mean there won't be a buyer for that thing mm -hmm. but you want to make sure you get the buyer for the imperfect item not the buyer who is expecting the perfect you know like yeah. the really good item so it's you know you just set those expectations for yeah. your description. I, I've sold countless things that either four parts Mm -hmm. or hey that it's missing this or it's broken on this or we sold this. a non-working clock yep 
I'm like for repair or needs a movement. We got a positive review. Thanks. Yep. I sold a laptop I pulled out of the dumpster. Yep. Made me 25 bucks. We sold a non-working radio too. I told yeah, you about that. Yeah, yeah. And didn't it have, that have a high had dark a squash? I had like an old wasp and that's in it. But yeah. we just closed that. We said mm -hmm. it's not, we're not cleaning it out. Have at it. And yep. they were happy. Mm -hmm. It was fine. But they knew going into it what they were going to get. And that's yep. really the point of the description. And and to protect you as a seller. Yep. Thanks for watching. We'll be back again next week with another episode. If you like our viewer, thank you to the viewer who gave us this suggestion. If you guys have anything that you, anyone else has anything that um, you'd like to hear us talk about, hear our opinions on, how we do it, please put those below in our comments. We do read our comments and we would love suggestions for, for um, episodes. We want to produce content that you guys want to hear. So thank you so much. See you next time. Happy thrifting. Happy thrifting.